Hello, and thank you for listening to Living Wealthy Radio, heard around the web on livingwealthyradio.com, iTunes, and Blog Talk Radio. I am Teresa Kuhn, helping you live wealthier. Resources are available for you at livingwealthyradio.com. Hi, Joshua here, producer for Living Wealthy Radio. In today's interview, Teresa is joined by a strategic partner with literally decades of experience in retirement planning. Regular listeners will be surprised to hear about a rather unique retirement investment tool built around a 401k. That's right, a 401k. You're likely not familiar with a variation on the traditional 401k that allows much more flexibility, Uh, higher contribution levels, much greater tax deductions, and a vehicle for building real retirement wealth. No, Teresa has not gone over to the dark side. This is a conversation you're going to just have to hear for yourself. Regardless of what your numbers are or your situation is, I think you're going to be impressed with this clever and powerful tool. Today's enriching fact of the day is that you can break free from anxiety. One in four Americans will face an anxiety disorder during their lifetimes. In modern society, we've come to accept stress and worry and anxiety as the norm. But why is this, and how can we break free? Psychotherapist Mel Schwartz has observed that, by and large, debilitating and joy-sapping anxiety comes from one error of the mind— the need for certainty. If you think about it, chances are the overwhelming majority of stress you encounter comes from uncertainty and changing circumstances in your life. Our relationship with our own thoughts is such that we're afraid of not knowing what's around the corner. We resist change and uncertainty, and we fear what we don't thoroughly know and understand. Yet life is inherently unknowable and uncertain. If we require certainty, yet life is always uncertain, we become dysfunctional and at war with our own thoughts. The key to breaking free from anxiety is opening our mind to uncertainty and really embracing it. Rather than being frozen by the fear of making wrong decisions or of risk, we can reframe our perspective of uncertainty. Think about it. We enjoy uncertainty in sporting events, games, or reading a book movies, so on and so forth. So it is possible to thrive on suspense and on not knowing the outcomes in life. Rewire your brain by observing your thoughts of anxiety and your need for certainty. Notice these thoughts, but don't accept them. Tune into your thoughts of fear and stress. Determine to see the potential and excitement inherent in uncertainty. Yes, the next bend in the river might bring trouble, but it might not. Why let it trouble you now? Instead, embrace the ride. Learn to live with and appreciate life's uncertainties, and you'll break free of your nagging anxiety. Today's enriching fact reveals that we worry and stress because we insist on knowing everything. Only when we realize that we can't and that life's surprises are often good Only then can we release our fears and anxieties and live each day with joy. You're listening to Living Wealthy Radio with Teresa Kuhn. 
We all know that drinking water is super important. Our bodies are almost entirely made up of H2O. But with a recent scientific breakthrough, you can get more H2 for your buck with the amazing molecular hydrogen infusion systems and tablets from Trucy. As the smallest molecule in the universe, molecular hydrogen, or H2, is able to neutralize the most damaging and inflammation-causing free radicals within your cells, and it acts as a powerful signaling molecule to optimize pretty much every function in the body. Trucy serves a wide spectrum of clients, from elite professional athletes to wellness leaders and biohackers, to individuals suffering from a diverse range of chronic ailments. With their passion for the serving of one, they provide clients with the most powerful tools possible to transform and reclaim their health and to dramatically boost their performance. If you want to look better, feel better, and make a positive change for your health, check out the ultra-premium health, nutrition, and natural beauty products from Trucy. Experience the power of simplicity. Joining us today is Rick Honorado, a leader in the field of company retirement plans, wealth management, retirement planning, benefit designs, and solving retirement planning issues. He is the founder of the Honorado Financial Group, and today we are discussing a unique way business owners can build wealth for retirement. Welcome to Living Wealthy Radio, Rick. How are you today? I'm doing well. Thank you, Teresa. Thanks for having me. Oh, of course. My pleasure. And full disclaimer to our listening audience, um, Rick Honorado's group and Living Wealthy Financial are working together to bring the Living Wealthy Financial clients the benefit of the Honorado Financial Group's expertise. And so I'm really, really excited about getting in deep, Rick, as to the expertise that you offer to the marketplace. And now we get to offer to our clients. But before we go there, tell us a little bit about how you came to be in the business of defined benefit plans, defined contribution plans, retirement planning, wealth management for your clients and business owners. That's a great question. <laughs> um, I started off um, in the insurance industry and got very much attracted to uh, wealth building and ways of accumulating wealth for my clients uh, back in the early days before the really 401k plans did not exist. Um, so I'm dating myself. but uh, uh, and, and really defined benefit programs were not the same size shape that they are today. But along into my early career, I was introduced to a CPA who we do a lot of work with. And the CPA asked me to put together some type of retirement program for his client. And back in those days, uh, we were doing something called a retirement income policy, an insurance policy that would fund a benefit under something called an HR 10 plan. Now, they're no longer around. But I was intrigued by the opportunity to help clients build money that's tax deductible. And so with that, and with the referral sources that I was starting to build, I found a niche because very few people were doing what I was doing. And so that really led me to the whole evolution of where we are today. And through the bringing in IRA plans when they were introduced as a benefit that individuals could set up. Then 401ks came to the table. And during this time period, um, and I'm jumping ahead to the 80s, 
when profit sharing programs, money purchase programs, these are all different terminologies used to identify these type of programs were being offered to help, again, individual business owners provide benefits for their employees, but at the same time, build wealth for themselves for the future and look forward to a happy retirement. Well, most of us are familiar with the basic company retirement plans like the 401k or the SEP or profit sharing plan that business owners have for themselves and their employees. So you mentioned all different types of retirement plans and why all the differences? Well, you have two basic types of plans that are covered by ERISA, which governs all the rules and regulations for discrimination testing and compliance. And those two are called either a defined contribution program, and then that bucket is a 401k and profit sharing. Those are two components that are in a defined contribution program. And most individuals and your listeners, I'm sure, 401k is a household name. Everybody knows that you know, if you work for a company, most companies will offer a 401k plan, maybe not a profit sharing, but a 401k. And within that 401k, many companies offer a match where that employee, if they put in a percentage of their pay, the employer will match a certain percentage as an, an enticement for them to put money in the plan and to help them build wealth long-term. Now, 401k and profit sharing programs, we like to look at as an employee plan because it's employee money that's going in from salary deferrals. So the employee has full control, not only of how much they put in, but where the money's invested on the platform so they get to select where their money is invested. So again, it's an employee plan. Even though employers participate, you have to look at it again as an employee plan. They're voluntary. So the monies that go in are discretionary. And if you don't want to put money in, you don't have to put money in. So it's an open door policy for not only the owners, but the employees. Now, there's some other technical areas called matching dollars and how that safe harbor provision and that, but I won't really go that heavily today, but there is different ways so that everybody can put away the maximum uh, in these type of 401k plans, such as today, if you're 50 or older, you can put twenty up to $25,000 of money away, and if you're under 50, it's 19000 So those dollars, again, you get to put up to that limit, and the difference in a 401k program, you can put away 100% of income. Now, think about that. And many types of plans we're going to talk about, it's a percentage of income. But here is if you had an employee that made $25,000, they could put away $20,000, $23,000. They could put away almost 100% of their pay if they wanted to because that's the type of structure it is. Because it is a voluntary program, it is the employee's money. There is no vesting schedule. It's always their money. And if they leave, they can take it with them. And that, at that time, they can either roll it into another company's 401k, or they can roll it into an IRA, individual retirement account. So the defined contribution program, the 401k is the engine. And then if an employer wants to put more money away for bigger tax deductions, they can structure a profit sharing contribution, which means at the end of the year, the employer can sit there with their tax advisor and the tax advisor can say, 
you know you're going to have to pay so much in taxes on the retained earnings in your company, you could put a portion of that in the profit-sharing account, and that money would be broken up based on participation in the plan, eligibility, and by percentage. But it's all tax-deductible. The total contribution for an individual today in a 401k profit-sharing program, if you're 50 or older, is 62000 So that sounds like a lot of money, and it is a lot of money to many people. But if you were able to put away $62,000 for the next 10 years or five years or seven years, would that really give you enough money to retire on? So if you're really fortunate enough as a business owner and be in an industry where you're making a tremendous amount of money, we would look at the defined benefit program. Now, they're a different type of structure. Many of your uh, people in the audience or your viewers would probably look at the fine benefit program and relate to that where they had parents, uncles, or relatives, or friends who worked for AT&T or worked for a Fortune 500 company. And in those companies, they used to have pension programs, whereas if you work for me to age 62 or 65, we would guarantee you a benefit, a monthly income that you could have for life. So... This is a different structure where the money is being accumulated specifically to provide income at retirement. Now, there's many ways those dollars can be structured. But again, defined benefit is you're defining a benefit in the future for the employee based on age and W-2 wage. So the older you are and the shorter number of years you have the 65, the bigger the contribution can be to make up for the prior years. So this way, we can show clients that have not been able to afford to put away a lot of money in the early years of the business career, but in the latter part, they will be able to put away substantial money to make up for when they couldn't put a lot of money away. And again, it's all tax deductible to the business. So the numbers today that go into defined benefit plan are substantial. Also, with a defined benefit program, the difference between that and the 401k profit sharing is that the contributions are mandatory, unlike discretionary contributions in a 401k profit sharing program. They can be elected each year. So once the commitment's made, the employer is really committing to making these contributions for themselves as owners and the employees that qualify to be in the plan. Okay, so I'm going to slow you down for one minute and just summarize a couple things. So the defined contribution plan is the employee contribution plan that most people are aware of, the 401ks, profit sharing plans. And from an employee perspective, uh, there tends to be a match or sometimes there is a match that the employer is encouraging um, their employees to contribute to the plan for retirement, and it is completely voluntary. Now, for the business owners who want to contribute more, there is the defined benefit plan, which is similar to the old-style pension plans that some of our parents and grandparents uh, participated in. And those are mandatory once you allocate or once you define the amount that you're going to 
um, put away every single year, it is mandatory. And it tends to be more for the business owners or key employees. Is that correct? Yeah, it's more for the affluent business owners and key employees that you really structure the plan because it is a, the defined benefit program is an employer plan rather than an employee plan. Now, I can flip that because there are not many, but there are employers who want to include everybody. But it's not normal. Most of the time in the defined benefit side of retirement programs, they want to minimize participation because 95% of those employers already have the 401k profiteering programs in place. So they're doing this to create that windfall for themselves and key employees for the future to gather the dollars that they could have not put away in the prior years. Now, when I said it's mandatory, just to put that out into uh, the five-year rule, the IRS likes to see at least five years of contribution. And the reason for that, for you and the employees, number one, that are in the plan, they're promising a future benefit. And the IRS says you need to try to you need to fund these plans for at least a minimum of five years, unless financially, if your company has a hardship financially, the plans can be terminated without penalty. Now, in addition to that, in the defined benefit world, back in 2008, when we had the financial crisis going on, which many of your viewers, I'm sure, lived through, and we all were scared to death, I guess, <laughs> that the market was never coming back, mm -hmm. is that is that the IRS came to, to the rescue of defined benefit programs and created something called a minimum, a target, and a maximum. So that if you're funding a target amount of money in the plan, you could drop to the minimum level to give you financial relief. That means you just have to make that money up in future years to get to the benefits we're projecting. But it does give some flexibility within the plan. It's not fully rigid. Got it. Okay. Very good. So the defined benefit plans, in summary, offer higher contribution limits and tax deductions. It's more geared Correct. towards the employer, business owner, key employees that are looking to uh, have a future benefit in the form of income, I would say, accumulation for income in their retirement years. Right. I mean, that's the basis of the plan. However, in today's design of defined benefit programs, unlike if you work for a Fortune 500 company, the only option you have at retirement is that you'll get so much money a month for life or to your spouse if something happens to you. There's different options, but it's an income stream. And the plans we set up were allowed to offer the income stream or a lump sum at retirement that you could roll out of the plan and actually put it into an IRA account and then control how much money you take out whenever you want to take out money up until 70 and a half where then you're required to take out something called a minimum required distribution. So there's a lot of things we're talking about today, and I don't want to confuse the audience, but uh, again, it allows for greater flexibility in the small pension world. So who is the typical client that this benefits or, or this is really uh, targeted for, like business types or industries? Well, there's different industries that really pop up that are high target 
But I like to say that, especially in this booming economy that we've been experiencing, anyone making a lot of money is looking for tax relief. And so whatever industry that goes to their tax advisor or sits with their tax advisors for financial planning at the end of the year, and if they have to write a lot of money to the government and they'd like to keep some of that, they're ideal candidates. But let's talk about industry. Obviously, medical community, all right, are, are a big target. Dental is a big target. Uh, manufacturing to some degree. CPA firms, law practices, financial advisors, insurance agencies. So there's a whole host of industries that really fit. And there's ones that you talk about today. I know we do a lot in the, because we're near DC, Washington, D.C., we do a lot in the IT world, a lot of government contracts, whether it be defense or just technology, but they get like five-year contracts, they're guaranteed payments, and they're substantial. And they want to put away as much as possible in a shorter period of time because they don't know if they'll get another renewal in that contract. Most of them do, but they really want to take advantage of the contracts that they get from the government. So IT companies, ideal. Um, again, so those type of industries work extremely well. And there's about 20, I would say, less than 20, probably 15 industries that, and I'm just hitting on a few, that really uh, are targets for these types of plans. So, Rick, my practice, my business has been uh, focused on the a very specific design of whole life policy. And the reason why I focused on that niche many years ago, um, now over 15 years, I think, uh, which I'm dating myself because it's been a while. Uh, I, I can go there with you. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you can. <laughs> uh, so, for for my clients that are listening and and those who know that this is the strategy that I specialize in and I'm very passionate about, they're probably scratching their head and wondering, oh my gosh, has she gone to the dark side? Because forever I have been sharing with my clients, hey, you've you've got your 401k, you've got your qualified plans, you need money in a safe money strategy. You need to reduce your risk exposure and the strategy, the designs we work with allow people to use their policies for, uh, you know, for living, right? Instead of just planning for retirement and dying, you can use these plans for living and retirement and dying and college and everything else in between, right? So before my clients really wonder whether I've gone to the dark side, I have not. But I do have many clients that are very wealthy and professionals. And just like you, you mentioned, you know, fit the, uh, the, the avatar, so to speak, where they're professionals, they're high income, and they are saving a lot of money in their policies, but they have this huge tax burden. And they'd like to reduce their tax burden. And so this is a way for them to not only reduce their tax burden, but also if they don't want to invest in the market and the typical Wall Street investments that many of these qualified retirement plans or defined contribution plans and defined um, benefit plans invest in, they can also invest in 
other types of life insurance products. Well, I'm glad, well, I'm glad you brought that up because we both run down the same road, just in a different way. Yes. Uh, because I'm also a big advocate, and I have been my whole career, of whole life insurance. Which is why you and um, I are working together. <laughs> exactly. And although in the qualified market, people think that you're not in that market, we really are. And here's why. We say that the 401k profit sharing plan, especially the 401k money, you can be as aggressive as you want because the benefit of your 401k money is not tied to any benefit, meaning it's whatever it grows to, that's your benefit, meaning that when you retire, if you've got $500,000 in your 401k, then you got to convert that to an IRA to convert that to income that your financial advisor would work with you. But in the defined benefit program, uh, it's it's much different because if you lose money in a 401k, you you should sit and continue to put money in and wait for it to come back. Does that make sense? Of course. But you don't want to take money out of something when it's losing. You want to wait for it to come back. And the employer is not responsible as a fiduciary for your losses because you get to pick whatever you want to put in that 401k bucket. That's your right. So if you invest aggressively and it goes down it's your responsibility not the employer so now let's jump over to the defined benefit plan it's all employer money that goes into a defined benefit program not employee money so if the employer would invest aggressively in a defined benefit program and it loses money the first thing would happen is that you, the, the employer would be responsible for making up the losses in the account. That's not an exciting discussion to have mm-hmm. with an employer. Mm-hmm. So that's the first downside. The second downside is that at the end of the day, if there's losses in the account, when an employee is fully vested, and I'll come back to vesting discussions in a second, and I'm walking away from the company, even if there's losses in the company, my projected value at that date is guaranteed that I get that money. Even if it costs the plan money, which is the employer, I get whole before the employer gets whole. So when we're looking at defined benefit plans with substantial contributions, hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars in many cases, we're not looking at return. We're looking at the tax deduction and the protection of principal. What better way to do that is to use whole life as a component. And in the whole life component, we have a death benefit. And for us, that's the self-completion of the plan. If an employee or an employer drops dead or has an accident or whatever the case may be that there's a premature death, what he or she would have accumulated the age 62 is paid day one tax-free. Now, remember, they deducted all this money. They haven't paid any taxes on it. And they're gonna, the family or beneficiaries are going to get a, all the money, the death benefit, 100% tax-free. So that's going to be a self-completing feature of the plan. Now, you're going to have substantial cash value building up over the years. And as that cash value builds up over the years, the way it works is that let's say you have a policy and let's say there's 300000 of cash in the policy. 
And this is just a portion of the money we're investing in the total scheme of things. So for every dollar, we may be putting 40 cents on the dollar into the whole life policy. Okay. And so that, that death benefit, if it's, a, let's say, at $1.4 million and there's 300000 in cash, the 300000 would still be paid to the spouse, but that money would have to be paid along with the rest of the investment to be rolled over to an IRA. But the 300000 would be subtracted from the million four, but a million one would be paid in death benefit income tax free. Huge windfall. So the spouse or the children get all the money plus the death benefit. Huge windfall. Again, self-completing of the future benefits. Not only for the owners, but for the employees that are in the plan. The other portion of the money we recommend goes into an annuity. What better way to guarantee the principal, but we're using an insurance company that is, again, Fortune 500 company, top highest ratings you can have, been around for 125, 30 years, never defaulted. That money is going to be guaranteed to be there. So the annuity money, along with the cash value, guarantees, or where we structure our funds in the defined benefit world to protect the future benefit and guarantee there's no losses that are going to be in the account. So beautifully said. Uh, And it reminds me of so many of the key points that outside of this world, right? Why do we recommend for those who don't have the benefit of a defined benefit plan, right? Correct. To put money away in a whole life policy because it's safe and secure and you know if you're doing it for retirement the day you retire at the very least the guaranteed amount that you're going to have. Wall Street investments can't do that for you. Annuities, why is that strategy in place? It's a paycheck for life, right? And so from the defined benefit perspective, if the employer is guaranteeing to the employee, this is what you're going to have no matter what, when, you know, at a certain day in the future, you can't use Wall Street products for that guarantee unless the employer wants to take on that risk or that exposure. And who wants to take on that risk and exposure when you don't have to, which is why we use the whole life policies and the annuities. Now, I will say that there is a small amount, small percentage of our clients, and we do a lot of these plans, especially in the medical community, that they feel they really want exposure. And so we may develop a plan where there's a third in insurance, a third into annuity, and a third into a managed portfolio that's conservative. But it's not really what we recommend. But in many cases, if the client really wants to take that exposure risk, that can be done. But like I said, that's a minimum amount of our clients, not an everyday occurrence. And we certainly aren't recommending that someone not have any money in equities, right? But from the No, that's why, yeah, that's why, not not to cut you short, I apologize. It's just when I originally said in the 401k plan, we want them to have money that's in in a quality, if they want risk, right, that they can put money into the market. Because then they can do dollar cost averaging. It's their money. They can put money per paycheck. And if they look at dollar cost averaging theory, it's a good thing as long as they're willing to accept their risk on their own money. 
that's the key. And, those, and then outside, I'm sorry. Uh, no, no, but, out, out, but, out, but out, I get carried away, so you can see that. Uh, but outside of the qualified market, if someone wants to invest in Wall Street with after-tax money, then that could be another scenario for them because at least if they lose money, they get the right losses off, even though it's only $3,000 a year. And if they make money long-term and long-term capital gains, they get the taxation at capital gains. So there's a place for everything uh, in, in this world as far as strategies. But if they want, the client wants to have protection, wants to have a guarantee, they can go to bed at night. They do not want to worry about if 2008 occurs. Um, I don't know about you, Teresa, but when 2008 occurred, our phones never stopped ringing. Are we safe? Are we safe? Is our money safe? So because they're in our retirement programs, especially in the defined benefit, our clients are guaranteed principal, guaranteed return. They could sleep at night. They were protected. Oh, I remember those years, 2008, 9, 10. I, we could have worked seven days a week, you know, 14, 16-hour days. And the the need that people had for the safety and security and the peace of mind was tremendous. It was it was a crazy, crazy time. I mean, great for business, right? But um, I'd, I'd rather have less volatility and, and everyone be, <laughs> be safe. Yeah, and like we, th- we tell our clients with the annuity and the life insurance, um, most of the clients will buy those policies out of the trust before they retire. They want to keep that death benefit because you don't want to cash that in with all the assets at retirement. Now, typically the rank and file employees, they just want all the cash and they want to move that into an IRA account. But employers and key executives, they buy those policies out of the trust. So they're able to keep that death benefit because the increasing cash value, Teresa, as you know, in the 10th, 15th year, the it replaced that rate of return anywhere. And so people don't necessarily policy, believe that, right? Because they Google, you know, whole life insurance, is that a good place to park money? And everyone demonizes it, or a lot of people, not everyone these days. But, you know, they, they well, don't I'm believe sure, true. Yeah, but I'm sure you look at the increase in cash value in the later years and the earnings on the account. And it's all tax-free. It's tremendous. Um, tremendous. So it, a lot of opportunity here. And then with our defined benefit program, uh, just to add some more opportunities, is that we use them for transition vehicles, um, and, and which is really another area that really helps business owners. How many business owners do you talk to that want to sell their businesses? Number one, they have to find a buyer. If it's a family business, they really, the children don't have the money to buy the business. And if you have key employees, they might not have the money to buy the business. So one of the strategies we use is by putting in the plan today, we put the future buy-in by the key employees, if that's the case, or the family members by selling the business at a discount, which makes it easier to finance with a bank because it's worth more than the money they're borrowing. And we have an agreement to continue funding the defined benefit program for the owners for three to five years after they retire by keeping them on as a W-2 employee and paying them a W-2 wage as a consultant, but it's still W-2. 
So the, now we're transitioning the company's owners out, still maintaining the defined benefit program for the new owners who are in the plant and their key employees and going through the ability to move that business to either outside concerns or inside key employees or family members. So share with us the higher contribution limits that these defined benefit plans can offer our business owners and key employees. It's, it's really quite substantial. It is quite substantial. So let me give you the comparison so that your listeners understand that in a 401k profit sharing, safe harbor, even as the safe harbor, the maximum contribution if you're 50 or older is 62000 and it's 57000 if you're under 50, maximum. In a defined benefit program, it's tied to W-2 wage, and the maximum W-2 we can use is 280000 currently. So if I'm 50 years old or 55 years old or 49 years old, and I'm making, it doesn't matter, I'm making a million dollars a year, it doesn't matter, it's 280 is the threshold. To solve for my maximum benefit at 65, <clears throat> I can accumulate up to 2.8 million that would provide an income for life of 220,000 a year. Now, obviously, that's going to take a lot of money. So the contributions to the defined benefit could be three, four, five hundred thousand a year, not only on the plan, but per individual versus 62,000. So you can see there's a lot of room here. And that doesn't, that's not done to frighten anybody. Say, oh, I can't afford something like that. You could put a hundred thousand dollars additional away in the defined benefit. 200,000, 150,000, whatever the number works for you, but there are maximums if by <clears throat> Teresa, right, that we're looking at. So you can just see how much substantial money can go away. I was like, the, I was doing a CPA seminar in Houston, Texas, uh, several years ago. And in the Wall Street Journal, there was an article which was just perfect for our presentation. And that was one of the questions, how much can we put in the plan? Well, the front page of the Wall Street Journal was a picture of Jeb Bush. We all remember Jeb Bush, who ran for president, George mm -hmm. Bush's brother. Mm -hmm. And his consulting company, he was putting 375000 a year away for himself. So the numbers can be very large, but they also can be affordable for the additional monies you want to put away. And you can start off not as big numbers like that. Let's say you you have a surplus of money, you're going to pay a lot of taxes, and you can afford to put a hundred thousand away or two hundred thousand away. That all can be grown to bigger numbers. You're not locked into that number. So, for our listeners who who qualify, who want more information, who are not happy about the amount of taxes that they're paying, they're concerned about how they can put more money away. Uh, in a in a qualified plan, and I'm using that in in with quotation marks because it's it's how people understand it, right? It's it's putting it away in a qualified plan that that's for retirement, right? But it doesn't fit the typical 401k plan because you're restricted in in the amounts that you can put away. Contact and the me. monies you mm -hmm. 
Pardon? Go ahead. And the money and the monies that any of your clients would put in a retirement program, a qualified retirement program, and that's why I said defined contribution, 401k profit sharing, or a defined benefit claim, they are risk qualified, governed by the government, right, and protection of the government from creditors. That money can never be accessed for any reason from any creditor, which really is just tremendous because, God forbid, anybody gets an automobile accident, anything that could be held liable for, those funds can never be attached. It, it really is a, a tremendous opportunity for high-income earners, business owners, key employees. I would suggest that you contact me directly at livingwealthyfinancial.com. There's also going to be a link to our website uh, right after this podcast. And uh, we are partnering, Rick, together. We are, we are use, utilizing and leveraging your expertise, your many, many years, I'm going to say at least four decades, right, of expertise in this area of retirement planning and um you know really really excited to bring this expertise and this opportunity to our clients and our prospects one of the things we like to offer to your listeners too again we're excited about our relationship and we work with a lot of people throughout the united states and providing these type of services but we will provide a free analysis for any business owner so that we can show you exactly what a plan design would look like at no fee so that you could talk to Teresa, your tax advisor, and say, does this plan really fit what we're trying to accomplish? And we'd be more than happy to do that. And we talk to tax advisors all the time. And you may say, or you may think, you know, this is over my head. I don't want to get into the details, but I need my tax advisor to get involved so that, you know, we can make sure that what we're doing is, uh, you know, good for us. And Rick, that's something that, uh, you know, is not a problem at all. In fact, we encourage, we want your tax advisor involved. All the time. Because he or she knows more about your financial position the many business owners know about the business themselves. So, um, and I say that tongue in cheek, I'm kidding, obviously, but, but your tax advisor is so critical to knowing the cash flow, prior cash flow, projected future cash flow, how your industry is running at this time, because we don't want to be in a position where we set up something that's so wonderful for you and have it fall apart. So we want to make sure all the people that are needed to be advising you are at the table. And what is the youngest um, in terms of age that someone can get started? And what's the oldest? Well, there, there's the youngest becomes an issue only because, again, a defined benefits tied to age to 65. So the younger you are, the smaller amounts of dollars you put away. Uh, we find, you know, if someone's 36 to 40, we're looking at 115 to 120,000 range maximum contribution. Uh, and sometimes that works for them. That's what they're looking to do. Uh, but you're not going to be able to get a substantial amount. And the other problem um, that potentially, and that's why we would do an analysis to show you, if a young uh, business owner is an entrepreneur or a professional and hires older employees, that really offsets the plan because 
then you have to give a lot to the older employee uh, because of their per- that person's age to retirement. And sometimes those dollars are excessive of what they have to give away. So the only way to answer the question is to run the analysis and show you. However, answering the other side of the question, we had just recently a 72-year-old attorney referred to us, and he wanted to fund for five years. And we put 330000 away, and that's what we're funding for five years. Beautiful. Now, the beauty of that, the beauty of that is that, remember, when you're 70 and a half, you have to take a required minimum distribution out of your retirement account for the owner of a company. For this situation, we put a vesting schedule in, and as long as there's a vesting schedule, no required minimum distribution Mm. is required. So then they don't have to pull money from what they're accumulating here. They're taking money, obviously, from their 401k assets or IRAs or whatever they've had in the past. But here, this attorney, five years, that's what he wanted to do. So there's no restriction on age as long as you're making income. And does it make sense, obviously? So every case is different. Every situation is different. We encourage you to reach out. Uh, contact me at livingwealthyfinancial.com. And all our contact information is on there. And don't um, consider yourself um, not qualified. Talk to us. You've got nothing to lose. It, it's, it's free to analyze your situation. And Rick, I thank you so much for joining us today. And I'm very, very excited about the work that we're doing together. I appreciate that. And I look forward to working with you and any of your listeners. Like I said, if we can provide any information and help you through this process so you have a good understanding, does this really work for me? And can I utilize this type of plan to help me build my wealth and future retirement? Please get the touch with Teresa. Yep. And we can do this any any state in the country. So, Rick, thank you again. All right. Thank you very much for having me. You've been listening to Living Wealthy Radio, heard around the web on livingwealthyradio.com, iTunes, and Blog Talk Radio. Download or subscribe to our podcast to hear a new show every week. I am Teresa Kuhn, and I hope you'll join me again next week as I show you ways to live wealthier. Resources are available for you on our website at livingwealthyradio.com.